1: T o l k i e n, and Instagram, at Tipples and Tolkien.
0: So cozy up.
1: Pour yourself a drink.
0: And come on a journey with us this fall on Tipples and Tolkien.
2: Previously on Second Edition One.
0: I'm hearing some weird. Yeah, buzzing. yeah, we're
2: getting some buzzing. Uh, we're gonna pause for a second while I plug something else in because I think uh, I think we're having an issue over here audio wise.
1: Oh no, it's the Cylons. I know.
2: <laughs> so, uh. Where are, where are
1: their transponders? <laughs> Action stations.
2: Action stations. Set condition one throughout the ship. This is not a drill. Repeat. Action stations. Action stations. Set condition one throughout the ship. This is not a drill.
0: The Cylons were created by man.
2: They rebelled, they evolved. They look and feel human.
0: Some are programmed to think they are human.
2: There are many many copies. And they have a plan.
1: Action stations, action stations, set condition one throughout the podcast. Welcome again to set condition one, a night shift radio original. I'm your host, SC1 Actual Caleb. And joining me on the CIC is the XO Kitsy.
2: Uh I, yeah, I forgot to get a line from Ty again. <laughs> I I don't think that's a thing I do anymore. I'll be honest <laughs> with you guys. One of these days you'll
1: remember when you don't intend to. hmm We'll see. And of course, the president of the 12 colonies and the podcast, Andrea. That's that's me. That's who I am. Mm-hmm. Well, welcome back, mm-hmm. everybody. And welcome back, listeners. You know, and
2: hey, welcome maybe some new listeners. Welcome
1: new listeners, yes, oh, of course. Yeah. Although, uh, as, as I am want to say, uh, if you are a new listener to this episode, <laughs> uh, we are halfway through the series, uh, and so we strongly encourage you the, to go back and start at the beginning and follow along on this journey with us. Uh, however, we're not your parents that we know nope. of, and uh, we're not going to send you to your room for uh, starting in the middle. Except for you, Tim. Except for you,
2: Tim. Yeah, you know what you did, Tim.
1: <laughs> you know, we recorded the the Razor episodes a couple of weeks ago. That was that's that's history at this point, but they just released <laughs> this week and it's still so fresh in my mind, and I keep thinking like, Well, we gotta talk about Razor now. <laughs> yeah, we already
2: we already did that.
0: Yeah. That was a lot of fun. That was so much
2: fun. We could do a a, a Razor recap on the Patreon. <laughs> we could. Hey, <laughs> did y'all know we have a Patreon? Oh, tell us about it. Uh, we have one. It's a thing. Uh, <laughs> but here's the thing: you know how, like, maybe you listen to like three or four podcasts, and they're all like, "We have a Patreon. Come give us five dollars a month." Then you have to go to each podcast Patreon. Yeah, right. And you have to su- you have to subscribe to each one. That's so much. And you have to give so your five dollars to each one. So much Doesn't, work. Don't don't you wish there was a better way? I do. I do. So here's what we did over at Night Shift Radio. We made one Patreon to rule them all. Oh, and you can go to right. uh, the Night Shift Radio Patreon and sign up for exclusive bonus content from all of our shows and support all of our shows, all with one Patreon subscription. So, you know, it's easier for you. And that's, that's what we, we made it easier for you to support us. And that's our gift to you.
1: Does that make us the lord of the fundings? Nope. Because it's like crowd, crowdfunding funding. Yep. <laughs> I have
2: to go. No, it does. <laughs> Caleb, that's exactly what it makes us. I have to go. Uh, what is, Caleb, the only thing I'm not clear on is where is that? How do I get to it?
1: Uh, my understanding is that you can find that at patreon.com slash nightshiftradio.
2: Oh, well, that sounds convenient.
1: You know what? i What I should probably do sometime later is uh, make us... Uh, a nice, uh, easy, branded link to, to remember. Because that's, that's oh, a lot of, of words. That's so many words.
2: One of those nsrad.io? Yeah. yeah. Slash so, Patreon?
1: Yeah, I so love maybe, that. Maybe, maybe
2: I'll do yeah, that. Yeah, you know what? It's going to be at nsrad.io slash Patreon, <laughs> and if you're listening to this and that doesn't work, Caleb fucked up and forgot to make it.
1: That's that's true.
2: As <laughs> <laughs> so I like, desperately go to make it now so I don't forget. But, um, but we understand... Uh, We understand that maybe you don't have an extra $5 or whatever a month to support your favorite podcast in the world, which is Set Condition 1. That's true. Um, That's true. We understand. You know, know uh, it happens. Times are tough. You know, money's tight. And that's cool. We, you know, no sweat. We love you no matter what. But. Except for you, Tim. Except for you, Tim. You know what you did. Rude. But if you want to support us in another way. Uh, The best way to do that, there's actually two things you can do. The first thing you can do is go to Apple Podcasts or your podcast platform of choice and uh, leave us a review because that helps the algorithm, uh, you know, that tells the algorithm that people like us and and gets us in front of more people. So that's like a huge thing you can do for us. And uh, tell a friend, tell a friend how much fun you have reliving the 2004 sci-fi series Battlestar Galactica with us every single week. Hey friend, uh, I like this show. (laughs) Yeah. You would too. And and invite them along for the journey. And you know what? Don't just tell them about it. Take their phone, open their (laughs) podcast app, and hit subscribe for them. That way you know that they've done it. It's the only way to be sure. (laughs) It's the only way to be sure. So just take their phone. And while you're at it, grab all the other Night Shift Radio podcasts too. Just hit subscribe on all of them. Eventually they'll find one they like, I'm sure.
0: And the other thing then while you're at it is get their credit card. Log on to Patreon and subscribe yes. to our Patreon on their phone. It's something else you can do.
2: Yes, yeah, subscribe um, all your friends to our Patreon. <laughs>
0: while you're sitting here listening to us, unless you're driving, why don't you just take out your phone right now and hit that little five-star review, give us a little subscribe, and um, send a screenshot of that to your best friend and tell them they should do the same. We'll wait.
2: Yeah, we'll wait.
0: But, for real, with the Patreon, we we've got lots of fun stuff planned. So most of our shows, you'll get early access to episodes. so you'll be in um, with all of the cool, exclusive, early content. But um, for some of our shows, we've got like even more extra special stuff that we're not even allowed to talk about yet. But it's, it's gonna exciting. be worth your it's gonna be worth your dollars, I promise. Very, very yeah,
2: it, we got some really, really cool stuff coming up.
1: So all of this excellent news and housekeeping <laughs> stuff out of the way, which, uh, you know, if you want to keep up with with all the, the events and happenings, of course, you can You can always visit nightshiftradio.com. But all that said and done and out of the way, previously on Battlestar Galactica. That was a good one. That was Thank a you. good one. <laughs> I, I told you that I was going to do this, and I have committed to it. Uh, I found... <laughs> Uh, a YouTube uh, playlist of various Bear McCreary compositions uh, from Battlestar Galactica. This, this YouTube channel has actually broken it up by season
0: uh,
1: and uh, made playlists out of the seasons. And I found the song, what was it called? What was it called? Something Dark is Coming. I found that song. And I'm going to listen to it on loop through this entire episode so that my heart <laughs> never reaches below about 120 BPM. Perfect. <laughs> because this episode starts with some of the most intense music uh, that also has some of the most like 90s chorus on the, the guitars. <laughs> and I fucking love you know, it. I'm, I'm so here for it.
2: I'm so glad that you brought up this music, Caleb, because this this music stuck out to me right away watching this episode because this is very different from any other music we've mm. heard in the show so far. Yes. You know, everything else has been really like orchestral or just straight up drums. You know, we got some some Celtic stuff with the Adama mm-hmm. theme. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't know if that's what it's called, but that's what I call it. I think and it is. It probably is. And uh, but this is like this is very 90s. It's yeah. very 90s like action movie uh you know, it's just, it's it's it feels very out of place, but in a good way. And I, I, I like it so much. And because we're talking about it in a way that we're kind of reviewing the music, ah. we, we can actually play some uh, underneath this segment yes. uh, during the podcast because uh, fair use, calling it right here. It's fair use, don't sue us. So yeah, the, as long as we're talking about it, we can play it and it's okay.
0: Nice. So through the magic of editing, you'll have heard it already. In
2: fact. Yeah, you—you you of course, the listener have already been listening to it for the last several minutes, so you already know <laughs> that we're gonna do that. So this part could probably just be cut out, but <laughs> this it probably is for won't. the
1: lawyers, <laughs> this is for the lawyers, it could, but it won't. won't it um, yeah, it's—it's it's very, very like, dr- like droney, like bass-driven. The, like I said, the the chorusy guitars, so there's like really wet sounding and really like brooding. And I love like the title, Something Dark is Coming, actually gets referenced later in the episode. Uh, And I think it's, I think this song is still playing at that time. But it, like, without even hearing a character say those words, this song tells you something, something is happening, some, Mm -hmm. some heavy shit is going to go down. Something wicked this way comes. Yes. And, uh, of course, this is the first of a two-part season finale. We are one episode away from the end of season two. And, Andrea, how are you holding up?
0: <laughs> I'm not. That's how I'm holding <laughs> up.
1: I'm not. Uh, it, is, it is my fault uh, entirely that we are not able to do both episodes back-to-back
2: uh, tonight. Uh, I know what I signed
0: up for. It's okay. I couldn't do I
2: wanna, it. I want to point out that I, I messaged Caleb last week. Uh, Because usually what happens is Andrea and I watch the next episode of Battlestar Galactica immediately following the recording of an episode. Mm -hmm. Almost without fail, we do that every week. Because why wouldn't you? Uh, Because I don't want to die
0: before the next
2: one. So I, I messaged Caleb, I think, like Wednesday morning last week. And I was like, hey, I know it sucks doing two episodes back to back, but Andrea will literally die Cause like, c- cause Caleb and I have seen this before. We know what's happening in these two episodes. And I was like, she will literally die if she has to wait a week between them. And Caleb's like, No, she won't. We're waiting a week. <laughs> she won't literally Brutal. die. And you know what, Caleb? You're right. Because huh? here we are. Andrew we is are. alive. You were correct. Are we? I was right. Are and we that...
1: sure?
0: I'm not a g g g ghost. Huh? G g g ghost. Ooh. Or or <laughs> did you pre-record? <laughs> that was. Good. Did you know you had a Scooby impression? Of can I
2: get it? Can I get a clean? Can I get a clean one of that, Caleb? No, you cannot.
1: Oh. <laughs> uh, so we, uh, in the midst of this ominous music, starting the, this episode, uh, we get a chance to see kind of behind the scenes as Baltar and Rosin are preparing for their first presidential debate. Which it's yeah. kind of like it's kind of funny seeing. Uh, a presidential debate happened in this uh, episode. Mm. Now, a couple weeks after, like we finally had our inauguration here in the U.S. and like our election cycle is over for the time being, we can breathe for the time being. But like, we have a real
2: president. <laughs> we have a real uh. president.
1: But this kind of took me right back into that. I'm like, mm, and you know, the music, didn't yeah,
2: <laughs> right. But this is this is a really interesting political thing to think about, right? Because. Rosalind's running for re-election mm-hmm. and the vice president is running for election against her. So while they're like a team, they're also not a team? It's yeah. kind of like like could you could you imagine if like in four years you know Biden runs for re-election and Kamala Harris says "oh no 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 i'm running for i'm running against you" yeah i can you got you got to defeat me and then but they still have to be together as president and vice president well i think i mean <laughs> i don't they're running against each other that's such a weird thing but i think that is right not
0: here obviously here i shouldn't uh, here being the united states but there are Nations where the president and vice president don't run together on the same ticket, right? So that the, – and they are elected separately and therefore there is a universe where something like this could happen, I think. I, that guess, I mean, okay. That I used
1: think. to be the the standard here. We right. didn't used to have like a unified ticket.
0: Right. Interesting. Uh, but I don't know if – can you – could you then run against your – once you were both already elected and in – you know what I mean? I don't know. but I, But it seems I know- like
2: – I know someone out there must be a a political history buff. So if you know of a, an instance in the real world where a vice president ran against a president while they were both still in office, uh, please let us know because I'd be very interested to to reading about that.
0: Yeah. If only there was something on the internet we could use nope. to
1: get information
0: nope. really quickly.
2: There's no hmm. way to Google that.
0: Yeah, have, it's a s- shame. Someone has to know. What's do what that?
1: Google? You also have to uh, you have to stay away from the internet as much as possible. Oh, yeah! yeah you,
2: you're not allowed to Google literally anything.
1: I
0: haven't in nearly a year.
1: Actually, well, uh, googling this exact scenario could actually open you up to spoilers for for uh, future uh, episodes.
2: Yeah, so. at least. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that is
0: frightening. A frightening thought. I will never. Don't you worry. In fact, I'm going to burn my computer after this.
2: <laughs> it's it's the only just, way.
0: Uh, yeah. Just throw it
1: in the trash. That's right. I don't need it. But Rosalind's got an interesting uh, pre-show uh, ritual mm-hmm. when she's preparing for a debate. She she memorizes her talking points. She rips up the index card and just throws it aside and says, you know, let it fall where it may. And
2: um, we it get- It should to, be noted, she's doing this in Adama's quarters. <laughs> she, she's, so she's throwing, throwing <laughs> paper all over his bedroom floor, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and she,
1: like, kind of half-ass apologizes to him and, like, tells him, like, why she's doing it. And he's like- yeah, my father used to break pencils before he went into court, then borrow one from the clerk,
0: mm-hmm, break
1: mm-hmm. preconceptions, work with what you have, which like that's that's yeah. actually pretty wise. And like, mm-hmm. like all right, all right, I can I can think of Grandpa Dama, Gra- Grandpa Dama, yeah, Grandpa Dama. Grandpa, uh, I, got- I can picture Grandpa Dama doing that. And Roslyn's like, you know, what? I like that. Let me see if it works. And she picks up his pencil and breaks it. <laughs> and in my head, he says, "That was my last pencil, you bitch." <laughs>
2: You know we're not making any more of this <laughs> we don't't we we don't just have go any... to target and get more.
1: <laughs> what he actually asks if you know if it made her feel better? <laughs> She's like, "Yeah, but what happens if the moderator doesn't have a pencil, then you're pretty screwed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I love that because there's this like awkward moment of like she doesn't know how to respond to that. <laughs> And then they both just start laughing, much in the same way that Caleb is now, (laughs) almost uncontrollably.
1: I almost fell out of my seat. It's great. Uh, (laughs) And then
0: she's got the giggles the whole time. It's so good. And, of
1: course, uh, much to to Tori's chagrin. So while this is all happening, we have uh, Starbucks giving a briefing in the ready room to some pilots uh, about a mission.
2: Now, this is the mission that Andrea and I saw... An intro for starbuck making the case for that Caleb didn't see and yeah. caused much confusion several mm-hmm. episodes ago. Yeah, the the old uh, that pe- old chestnut Peacock conspiracy. <laughs> Which there there might be more of that next week because I I looked uh, ahead and the runtime on the episode I have is much longer than normal. So
1: mm. I should probably uh, just I, I've been enjoying watching Peacock for the sake of being able to see like what someone who wants to get into the show now, Mm -hmm. like what they have available to them is just like a free option to stream in. And I think it's, it's really great that it's, that it's out there for free. Uh, but what I think I need to do is go back to the episodes that I purchased several years ago that are sitting on my, my Apple TV, uh, and watch those or, uh, you know, failing that, uh, (laughs) maybe take it to your Plex server. (laughs)
2: <laughs> you you have an invite it's yep. it, it's wide open for you so dig in if you want
1: but yeah so uh starbuck is talking about the plan to go back to Caprica and rescue the human survivors the resistance including uh her friend Sam Anders the pyramid player yeah the pyramid player
0: oh, <laughs> oh wait i say the cylon i got really confused I <laughs> was really cute. i was like you admitted it wait
1: no i'm not going to he... Yes, he is a pyramid, pyramid player. A pyramid I knew player. it. He is a pyramid player. He's a human. <laughs> he's Cylon. He's part of the resistance and he's a pyramid player. Um, and he's a Cylon. And of course, Starbucks makes it clear that, you know, this is. Is he a
0: hybrid? Sorry.
1: <laughs> no. <Okay>. Um, <laughs> Starbuck <laughs> makes it clear. I mean, hybrids they just lay around in goo all day. Remember? <laughs>
2: Andrea, Ew. Andrea, tab-a-goo.
1: he
2: can't, he can't be a Cylon. I haven't seen him at any of the meetings. <laughs> Wh- what was that? Him? I said, I haven't seen him you, at any of the meetings.
0: So you're, who does we'll say there. that in the show? We'll it's get very there. good. Is that this we'll episode?
2: There. That's this episode. That yeah, yeah. is this episode. Yeah. We'll yep. So
1: Starbuck makes it clear that this, uh, this is not a mission with, uh, a high chance of, uh, coming back. That's very dangerous. And that, uh, because of that, it's volunteer only, uh, what they, they call it two alpha, I think is,
2: is what yeah, it's something weird to. like that. Two
1: alpha She kind of looks around the room. He's saying, you know, does anyone want to leave? And no, <laughs> and one, I'm like, yep. No? yep." <laughs> mm, count me out. I got, uh, oh, you know what? I got laundry to do. <laughs> yee, and so you ask, you know,
2: I think it's yee. worth mentioning how they're going to get to Caprica, which, uh, was coming up. Yeah. Yeah. So let's so go talk on. about it now. Talk about it. <laughs> go for it. So they're uh they're taking I think it's like what like 20 raptors, was it? It was something like that. Something that It was it, was like, a, it was either 11 or 20? I don't know why those are the two numbers that are sticking in my head. <laughs> they're the only two numbers. It's a lot of raptors. <laughs> it's 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 a number of raptors. It's more than a few. A murder of than, raptors. It's less a than all of them. And <laughs> They're gonna they're gonna make a series of jumps, all coordinated together with one jump computer. They're gonna make a series of jumps back to Earth or uh, ca- no Caprica? That's the one. Yes, <laughs> I did that last planets time. planets in this show? <laughs> really are uh, like I, I, only, I only have to remember one normally. So like this is a lot. Well, there's
0: Earth, <laughs> there's Lobok. there's Kobol, there's Caprica. Then there's this new Earth that is definitely Earth. Not there yet.
2: So so what they're doing is they they have uh, taken the jump computer which is basically just a big old thing of meat out of the i believe it was the raider that they oh, captured it is really is just a big old right? hunk of brown um, meat
1: yeah there was a, a heavy raider that they managed
2: to to capture that's the one yeah they capture a heavy raider and they they've wired that into the lead raptor with the help of uh sharon boomer mm-hmm. well this one's not boomer uh, that's it's right. Important to know that this one's not Boomer. That's
1: right.
0: Oh, well, I guess there's only one Boomer, huh? And I, got, I got confused
2: because the, uh, the the the
1: transcript does refer to her as Boomer, but she's not.
2: Yeah, this is this is a different.
0: Boomer's dead, right?
2: Boomer's dead. Okay. Boomer is dead. Well, boom, well, in the last episode, Boomer woke up. <laughs> what? That's it's true. Been downloaded.
1: Oh right, right, right. Remember. Right, right.
2: Yes. boomer's on caprica like, and i'm in new york six.
1: and she's and just picturing uh boomer waking up in the morgue like oh, yes it was all yes. a dream
0: <laughs> she oh says god, that I've been shot but then she yes yeah, she looks down and she's still got the scars and she screams and then she sits up again and again and it's a new she's oh god the crazy bangs her head dream. on the top
2: of the the, the morgue drawer what it was called
0: <laughs> morgue drawer you got it
2: i mean that, as far as i know it's morgue drawer hmm <laughs> I feel like it has a name. Well, it's where they go to in Lord of the Rings. The Kingdom right? of
1: Mark drawer. <laughs> One does not simply walk into the Mark drawer. God damn it!
0: <laughs> I'm gonna I hate this fucking podcast. I'm gonna <laughs> tease those two things where we talked over each other and made the same joke out out, so our our <laughs> listeners can hear them both because they were both good. Excellent. Cool. Don't you so, worry,
2: listeners. So so they're they're gonna make the jump, and uh, they're gonna do it, of course, by having Sharon plug herself into the jump computer Ugh. i don't like it They bring her into the ready room and people are unhappy is one way to put it continuing the tradition of surprising people with
0: sharon with no warning this wasn't <laughs> even her choice this time you they could have warned them
2: yeah y- you know what was that show suddenly susan they should be <laughs> suddenly <off>. Sharon. sharon. <laughs> did we already make that joke i can't remember no. i don't think we did and of course, Star- Starbucks uh, very aggressively leans into him. the 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 mic at, at her podium at, in the red room, and, <laughs> and, and is like, "She's here to help us." Does anyone have a problem with that?
0: And again, it's me. Hands up, like, yep, yeah, I yeah. wasn't out before, but you're going to plug her into the meat, aren't you? I, I'm not. I don't want to be here for that.
2: They, they very much plug her right into the meat.
1: I'm I'm trying to figure out how to portmanteau intravenous and interface. <laughs>
0: Intravenous.
2: Yeah, it doesn't work. I want it to. Intervenus. Intervenus. Intergalactic. Planetary. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, no more because we can't afford that song. (laughs) (laughs) We cannot afford to give the Beastie Boys royalties for that. Can
1: I just uh, say now? Almost twenty-five minutes, and since we uh, hit record uh how jarring it is to be like making jokes uh while this song is still playing <laughs> oh in the uh, <laughs> excellent and it's just like I feel like I'm doing something wrong like really <laughs> wrong like I'm gonna get in trouble for for having fun.
2: That's that's why the music's playing. You're about to get in trouble. <laughs> I'm trouble for having fun <laughs> So what happens next, Caleb? Take us through the plot because uh, I didn't get to rewatch this episode as much as I wanted to. For a
1: second, I thought you were going to say because I didn't get to watch this. <laughs> I was like,
2: bullshit. <laughs> I I watched it a week ago, and that, that's I'm running off of that. So, ah, so uh, you
1: know, uh, Apollo comes in. And, you know, we we get his, uh, our, our first chance to see someone get to yell "Commander on deck" for <laughs> Apollo, <laughs> which was weird, but like also kind of cool. Like,
0: yeah, good for yeah. him.
1: Everyone stands at attention for him, and he's like, don't worry, I won't be long. I mm-hmm. want to hear it, too. And you're like, well, hear what? And then they realize, like, oh, they're talking about the, the debate, because it's going to be on the, the radio. <laughs> the wireless. the Well, yeah, I know what they call it, but it's the radio. It's, is it the Dradio?
0: It's the Dradio. <laughs>
1: yep. Octagonal video killed the Dradio star. <laughs> <laughs>
0: liked it. <laughs> Kids, come uh, with us. Part,
2: pardon me while I go post on Craigslist to hire a replacement host for my spot on this podcast because I can no longer be a part of it.
1: Good uh, luck. So, you
2: know, uh, uh, Apollo
1: gives them, uh, you know, the, the reassurance. Like, hey, you know, this, like, it, this isn't going to be easy, but, like, you're going to be making history just by attempting it. Whatever happens, you know, you bring these people back, you're going to be, you know, making part of the future. Like, basically, you know, the future of humanity doesn't necessarily depend on, but will be uh, somehow changed and impacted by bringing these additional people into the fleet,
2: which makes sense. Also, also. if you don't come back, nice knowing you. <laughs> it's been real. Good on you. Um,
1: <laughs> I love that uh, it's Racetrack who says, if you guys find Earth before we get back, will you save us a few seats? <laughs> He's like, Earth? Hell, we find any rock with food and water. I'll build you guys a bar. And Very then, uh, cute.
2: foreshadowing.
0: Oh, there's a bar. Oh, you a mean because they find Earth?
1: Yes, they find Earth immediately. <laughs> I mean, like, kind of. Uh, <laughs> everyone turns and looks out the window. They're like, shit, I'm it's like,
2: Earth. Oh, huh. oh, fuck, it's right there. <laughs> they actually crash into it. <laughs> they, just, they didn't see it coming, it just pops <laughs> it's up like, out of It's like the fucking iceberg in Titanic. <laughs>
0: I'm picturing it like um, a trip to the moon, yes. but instead it's a trip to Earth, and it's like one <laughs> raptor sticking into yeah, and it's like, <laughs> oh my goodness, hey Ethan, uh, yeah,
1: I blame Hoshi, just totally <laughs> asleep at the wheel, and, mm-hmm. and lets them crash right into Earth. Uh, Mister Hoshi, no, <clears throat> they uh, they they turn on the wireless, and uh, we get a great like total old school radio broadcast voice guy uh, named Jim. just 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 jim who's going to be uh not only covering but apparently moderating the debate as well he's he's pulling double duty and i respect it uh and he does the whole play-by-play for us
2: hey you know it's humanity's down to its last like fifty thousand people so some people are gonna have to have two jobs it's just how it is
1: but yeah he gives us the whole play-by-play of uh the the presidents and the vice president entering the room uh meanwhile Rosalind is still trying to stifle her laughter because <laughs> she, she can't stop. Uh, i love I love a good
0: like inappropriate giggles. It just makes me so happy.
1: A case of the giggles. Mm-hmm. But interspersed through all this, and we get uh some shots of the chief, uh it looks like he's fallen asleep falling. on the the hangar deck just in his in his you know underclothes, like his his tank top and briefs. Uh, bo- boxer breeze mm-hmm. Yeah skibbies. That was the word I was looking for His, his tank top And his Hanes um, <laughs> And You know He's he's Not having a Good dream It looks like He's he's maybe having Himself a nightmare uh, Meanwhile Callie's Searching around Looking for him And she finds him
2: Oh uh, well She's searching for him In the least Productive way possible by taking, like, two steps in one direction and going, Chief, and then turning slightly to the left and going, Chief, and then taking three steps to the right and going, Chief. Like, she's basically just searching in, like, one square meter of hangar. She does find him, though. She does find him eventually.
1: Maybe she thinks that, like, it's expending too much energy to, like, wander all over looking for her, and if she just calls his name, he'll respond. Or I guess calls his rank, because Chief isn't actually his name.
2: I mean, it might as well be. <laughs> His legal
1: name is Chief Galen Tyrrell. Galen's his middle name. <laughs> yeah, Galen's his middle name, yeah. Mr.
0: Hoshi. Mr. is his first name, right? Yeah. We're Mr. Mr. The, everybody in that band also changed their names to Mr. Mr.
1: Hey, soul sister. <laughs> Mr. Mr. on the radio. Oh, speaking of the radio, the uh, the presidential debate
2: happens. Oh, hey, yeah, that's still happening.
1: And uh, Baltar doesn't do so well, according to the... Uh, According to the polls. But while uh while Baltar's getting beaten badly in the polls, Kelly wakes the chief and gets beaten badly. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Uh
1: (laughs) I didn't think that one all the way through. I just ran with it.
2: the chief does beat the crap out of Callie when she wakes him up. And it's, it's unsettling.
1: <laughs> it's uh, you know, very, really very much a, like an automatic <laughs> reaction. Like he's, he's not angry at her. Like he's um, reacting to something like in his dream or just, he's lashing out. Uh, and then like, you see like the realization suddenly come into his eyes and like Rose, what he's doing. And he stops immediately. Uh, and of course, like, you know, starts, seeking medical help for
0: yeah it is hard it is a brutal 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 scene it despite my raucous laughter a second ago it is (laughs) really really terrible to watch Um.
2: it's it's really terrible to watch but i i have to say that props to aaron douglas that is some a plus acting there Yeah, like just like the 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 sheer like panic on his face Mm -hmm. when he realizes what he's done yeah like oof it's it's very real and very believable and uh, yeah, I, I, kudos to him for however he had to make that happen because uh, that couldn't have been easy.
1: And of, of course, like that uh, scene is kind of the the culmination, I think, for the most part of the you know the the ominous music. That's you know we we go to a break shortly after that, and uh, that song ends. Uh, but it is uh, just a few moments before when Sharon is being escorted through the corridors and. You know, she, like, is kind of distant, and um, Hilo is asking her, like, you know, like, don't, don't, you know, don't, don't push me out, don't don't shut me out, like, talk to me, like, what's wrong? And that's when she says something dark is coming, and it's just like, is this the moment they're referring to, or does it get worse?
0: If I know anything about Battlestar, it gets worse. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it always it gets, definitely
0: worse. gets worse. It gets worse. I do love that moment though because Hilo gives the other the rest of the crew like I forget exactly what he says, but he's basically like, "Do you mind?" But yeah. like, y'all are having this com- like, you what were they supposed to do? This isn't probably not the optimal place to be having this conversation.
1: Uh, what do I know? But after the uh, the the chief's outburst, um,
2: outburst, okay. outburst,
1: <laughs> and uh, after he gets Kelly the, the medical attention that she needs. Uh, he seeks out uh, some help for himself, um, but he doesn't go for uh, for a doctor or a therapist. He he calls for a priest, and we get uh, we get introduced to. I don't think that they call him Father. I think they call him Brother Cavill.
2: Yeah, Brother Cavill. Um,
0: Brother Coddle, who? more like it. I feel <laughs> like there's just a whole fleet of Coddle siblings, yes. in different like positions among the fleet.
2: And, uh, he he is very coddle like mm-hmm. in his, uh, just very matter of fact, very gruff. Doesn't sugarcoat it.
1: Nah. Cavill feels like the most logical result of like the direction my life is going. <laughs> uh, he's the most nihilist priest I've ever that's, seen. That's going to be you in twenty <laughs> more years.
2: Yeah.
1: And yeah. Cavill asks, you know, I understand you've asked for religious counseling, and, you know, Tyrrell says, I've never really believed in psych therapy. My father was a priest. Uh, And Cavill says, I see. You thought you'd have an easier time with a priest than a real doctor. <laughs> Gives it to him right off the bat. Yeah. And, and <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay. Well, I, I pray every night, but I don't think they listen to me. And Cavill goes into this whole thing about prayer is useless and... Chanting and sing, mucking about with old half-remembered lines of bad poetry. And you know what it gets you? Nothing. <laughs> he rules. And Tyrell's so confused. He came here for comfort, and this
2: guy's just ripping into him. <laughs> Are you sure you're a priest? Because <laughs> <laughs> it kind of seems like you're just an asshole. Sure as my yeah.
0: brother's a doctor, because my brother is coddle. <laughs>
1: Um, and like, he's, <laughs> Cavill has a really interesting approach though. Like he kind of, he, he lays it right out there that he thinks that religion is bullshit and that prayer is bullshit. And you know, he, that, he believes that Tyrrell like genuinely needs help, but he doesn't think that Tyrrell is actually ready for it. He doesn't think that he really wants it. And so like he uses this somewhat abusive tone to like slowly draw a tear out to like make him face the, the emotions that he's feeling rather than mm-hmm. like trying to like, you know, pray it away. You know, he wants him to face like the anger and the fear and uh, the doubt and everything that, that he's, he's feeling. So uh, it takes a little time, but like, it, it does work. You know, he at one point threatens the lady like, well, you know, I can't help you. So you know, if you're not going to help yourself, and he goes to leave and, um, Cheryl does, you know, start to open up and, um, uh, Cavill drops kind of a bombshell on him. He says, you, you, you're scared that you're a Cylon. You think you are. And she like, well, I'm, I'm not a Cylon. I'm, I'm human. I was, you know, raised in blah, blah, blah. Like mm-hmm. my parents are whatever, you know, the, the classic line. So like, of course, yeah, you know, he must be, or he's not, <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, and, <laughs> Sorry, kids, you already made the, the, the joke earlier. Uh and we need to to reference back to it now. Uh Ooh, can
2: I do it? Can I do yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Cavill tells him. So Cavill tells him he's like. Well, of course you're not a Cylon, because I'm a Cylon and I've never seen you at any of the meetings. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which confuses Tyrell for a moment. He's like, What when are you Oh, you're fucking with me. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or
1: Is he? Or or
2: is he? That's a good question.
0: I just think this, like, priest is, like, he's really clued in for somebody who's only known Coddle for 30 seconds. I don't actually think that he's a Cylon slash, I don't think.
2: Sorry, what does he have to do with Coddle? What did I say? She's got Coddle Coddle. in the brain. Did you mean Tyrell?
0: Oh, yeah, I meant Tyrell. (laughs) I was like, yeah, Coddle, what? I don't understand what's happening right now. Um, But uh, he seems... Again, I don't actually think he's a Cylon. I think this is an instance of um, the I don't Misdirection? know direction. Well, not even yeah, but I just think it's odd. I don't not think he's a Cylon either. I want to be clear that anybody it's Nobody's Schrodinger clear. Cylon all the time. Anyone's show. a Cylon
2: until proven human, exactly.
0: Um, and even then, who knows? But. Um, but I don't think this scene is supposed to give us any clue or indication that either of them are necessarily Cylons. But this no. priest is super insightful, like more so than anyone without extra knowledge has any right to be. Is all. So.
1: And he uh, like he see, he sees right through it, and he says like you know you've you've been having recurring dreams, haven't you? And I was like no. He's like I can't help you if you're gonna lie I've to me. I've never
0: dreamt in my life.
1: <laughs> like I, I don't even know what like what is a dream?
0: What's a d- what is a stri- dream? You are talking recurring.
1: About? I've never heard that word. <laughs> That's not a real word. All my dreams like, only have eight sides, uh, <laughs> and
2: I dream in octagons.
1: When Tyrion finally like somewhat admits to having a recurring dream, and was like, "It's a nightmare, isn't it?" No, C- come on, buddy.
2: <laughs> it is a nightmare. All the paper is rectangular. All the screens are rectangular. All of the CDs are circular. Nothing has enough sides. It's horrible. Signs. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> uh, and then we actually
1: get to, because we saw like tiny glimpses, tiny flashes of it uh, uh, during the scene where we you know, we see him having the nightmare. Uh, but then I'm we so get sorry, my riff.
0: ADHD brain is not going to be able to hear a word that you say if I don't address this, Kitsy. What is it? What does he have? What is he? What? What are the bad the bad dreams? What are they called? Nightmares. I think you said it differently that time. I'll have to go back. You're a nightmare person.
1: You say mirror?
0: Yeah. I don't. You did. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's just I had to hear it. I I, yeah. Sorry. Now we can continue. Now that that is, I had to exercise that, or it was going to be the only thing I could think about. Go ahead. Exercise. Like a demon, not like
2: (laughs) or both. Oh, so you need a a priest.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exercise a demon. Well, you know, we we go for a run every day.
2: <laughs> hmm. We have multiple drawers <laughs> contests, so we're going to go ahead and jump to a safe location. Uh, we will, of course, uh, as we always do, embed the jump coordinates into the ad, and we will see you at the rendezvous coordinates. So, uh, good, g- good, good jumping!
0: <laughs> One jump ahead of the something. I don't know enough of the words, but I thought of
2: ahead it. of the Cylon, obviously. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: One swing ahead of.
2: Some guy. Play the play the ads! I'm Michael Fight and I'm here with a brand new show called Fight Jokes About Everything. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday we're gonna bring up a brand new topic, something that's hot on the internet because because I live on the internet. And we're gonna take those silly things and we're gonna joke about them and we're gonna, you know, talk a little bit about the history of them and talk about why. The internet is such a terrible but wonderful place. So please join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for this brand new Nightshift Radio original. For more information, go to nightshiftradio.com and of course, subscribe wherever you get podcasts.
1: Mindless monsters, once thought human, filled the streets.
2: A corrupt government threatens the lives of the people it's meant to serve.
1: This sounds a little
2: too familiar. Is this real life? Or a video game you can play for fun, Shift All Q, Night Shift Radio's newest original production, is your LGBTQ plus centered source for creative and thoughtful discussions and news at the intersection of gaming diversity and community. You can expect unboxings, game reviews, let's plays, community nights, celebrations of what video games are doing right, critical conversations about where the gaming industry needs to do better, and so much more. Be the first to know when new episodes drop by following us on Twitter and Instagram at NSRShiftAltQ. And on Twitch at ShiftAltQ, to join the community. For more information about Shift Alt Q, visit nightshiftradio.com.
0: Hi, I'm Sarah Sweeney, host of the new podcast, Latchkey Kids. Right now, we're all at home left to our own devices without any adult supervision. Each week-ish, I'll talk to my fellow Latchkey kids about what they're up to, how they're wasting time, and, because I can, make them perform a dramatic reading of a TV show theme song. So join me wherever you get your podcasts.
2: I think good hunting is what you wanted. Oh, good hunting. Good hunting. Well, yeah, but all of our listeners aren't Viper pilots. It's not your fault. What if all
1: our listeners are Viper pilots?
2: That would be, well, then we'd have less listeners than I thought, uh, for one. (laughs) (laughs) There'd be fewer every week. There'd be fewer every week, and they probably shouldn't be listening to our podcast while they're out there fighting the Uh (laughs) It's
1: You know, I, I like the idea of our podcast being broadcast over the wireless, though. Yeah, <laughs> would we be talking about their poor we'd be, Hilo? We'd, we'd basically be like, like the news of the world for them. <laughs> yeah, in the recap of what's happening in
2: the foot. But, but we'd be like we'd be like the John Oliver like last week tonight version where we just make fucking jokes about everything and don't take anything seriously.
0: Poor <laughs> I just I Hilo deserves it because he's a big dumb himbo and I love him. But could you imagine him tuning in every week and us just he doesn't even know us? We're like why are these guys so mean about me? I'm a father.
1: Oh how do they see and hear all of my personal <laughs> private conversations? Oh, sorry, I just got to get this off my chest. Fuck crash down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're like, he's dead. These guys are awful.
1: So, Jesus. Related, I promise. Well, related to Battlestar Galactica. Uh, we've been binging, watching our, our way through The Magicians lately. And in the span of, I think, two episodes... Uh, There were two fairly major Battlestar uh, uh, implications. Uh, One is a scenario where uh, one character describes these, you know, they're they're trying to speak in code so as not to tip off the villains. uh, Describes the scenario to the other as, you remember Grace Park in season one? (gasps) You're Grace Park. (laughs) I love that. In another episode, our our beloved Michael Hogan Hogan makes an appearance (gasps) uh, for an episode. And uh
2: hey, how's he doing? Has anyone been keeping up with the news on him yeah every every time I, I get an update, I, I read through
1: to see how they are doing and they've they've been consistently positive uh he He seems to be uh slowly but surely on the mend and always in good spirits and uh always <laughs> incredulous as, as ever. so
0: I'll share a link in the show notes to the most recent update. It's looking it's just it's it's yeah, very good to see good. him making his way back.
2: I'm glad to I'm glad to hear he's he's doing better. Mm-hmm. Me too. So we we get through uh well we mostly got through
1: uh Tyrell and, and, and Cavill. Cavil uh, Cavill uh, basically tells Tyrell, you know, you're you're afraid you're a Slylon and that's why you like secretly want to kill yourself. And he's like, I don't secretly want to kill yourself. He's like, that's true, it's not a secret. <laughs> <laughs> You obviously want to kill it yourself. The question is why. Right. <laughs> I, just, I, I love this interaction so much because he's mm-hmm. so shitty.
0: Do we get to see any more of this guy? Can you tell me that he feels that would like be somebody we're he feels like somebody we're not going to see again? Maybe as like, or maybe like in the way that we sometimes see Coddle, Maybe. Um,
2: but I hope don't say anything. Say nothing. Yeah. Do not answer that question. Can as I, your attorney. Can I ask? As, a, as your EXO, I advise you not to answer that question. Can I ask I one more question? That,
1: like, I, I hope can, that he has the, the type of like recurring character that the coddle has. Yeah. Uh, just like a nice little pop Then we could get surprise. a spin off of him.
2: Yes. You can ask any question you want, Andrea. We are under no obligation to answer it.
0: Okay, but you have to tell me otherwise it's entrapment.
2: No, that's not true. I, we don't.
0: No. Is, okay. Just real quick. Just first thought off the top of your head. Don't think about it. Noah's just is. I almost said is Caleb. What's his name? Is Tyrrell Asylum. I know Caleb is. So.
2: What happens next, Caleb?
1: Entrapment <laughs> is the state of being caught in or as in a trap. Or well, the action of tricking someone into committing a crime in order to secure their prosecution. Right.
0: That's entrapment. Double jeopardy. Mm-hmm. You, <laughs> you know, you know we cannot. jeopardy. <laughs> You yeah, know it's we fact. can't
2: answer any questions about who is and is not a Cylon. You know that we're not going to do that.
0: I, mm. Caleb, I know that's your um, stress ball, but it looks like a uh, clown nose. Like you're pulling a pretty. patch. Of- <laughs> exactly.
2: Pretty pretty. <laughs> Can it be both?
0: Could be both.
1: <laughs> uh, what happens next is the uh, the mission gets underway. the The Raptor fleet, the murder of Raptors, uh, <laughs> goes off, and they uh, they they calculate the jumps sharon plugs in <laughs> at least they make her like a like a a, a a real interface so she's not just jamming wires into her skin uh, Ugh,
0: that meat is just hanging there though like rocky like it's just like a meat locker like it's just one yeah, big no. old
1: that is the 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 dankest stankiest Ugh. raptor in the fleet <laughs> uh, for sure <laughs> smells like I meat. have i meat. have
2: <laughs> i have question Think
0: about your dad yeah do, 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 I have
2: I a have question. <laughs> they're, they're going to Caprica. Caprica. Mm-hmm. With a number of raptors. A kettle. And a Cylon. <laughs> and a Cylon. All of which are full of people. And their goal is to rescue people and bring them back to the fleet. How... Well, they don't anticipate
1: everyone that's in the Raptors making it home. So I think they're they're, they're throwing (laughs) some (laughs) extra people at the problem.
2: But, like, you can get, what, maybe five people in a Raptor? You can squeeze... There used to be I an mean, amusement park
0: in Jersey. It shut down a couple of years ago. I promise this is related. Clementon Park Splash World. Um, you just want
1: to talk about it.
0: I just, yeah. I'm just excited to talk about it. I've been thinking about Quit it. Quit bragging. You <laughs> live in
1: New Jersey.
2: We get it. <laughs> You're
0: being sarcastic, but it's the greatest state. Um, but so, and they would do this thing. The
2: greatest state in New Jersey, They yes. would
0: do this thing <laughs> where um, they... Uh, weekday evenings you would pay by the carload you wouldn't pay per person and so we Mm -hmm. would take my friend's mom's minivan and put as many people as we could and if we could get a dozen people in a minivan they could get a dozen people in a raptor no problem
2: i guess a raptor is about well okay no actually there's precedent for this because when they were leaving Caprica in the miniseries, mm-hmm. when, when that's uh, just because Sharon
0: didn't want to have to deal with Hilo
2: anymore. She, mm, no, for you, Hilo. <laughs> no, because the plan wasn't to leave Hilo behind. I he know. volunteered. I know. But they could only take, what, I think three people with them. So, because you could only have so much weight. It's not even a space issue, it's a weight issue to leave the orbit of the planet.
1: How much of that weight was dedicated to Gaius' ego?
2: Hey-o. That was the problem. <laughs> and his fat
1: butt. guys isn't on this uh, this trip, so they can fit more. Uh, but yeah, so mm, it's okay. it's uh, like a pilot, presumably someone doing navigation, and then two marines. It seems like per per raptor. So there is room per then, raptor. The raptor. Per raptor. The raptor. <laughs> so
2: so basically, they can get one extra person per raptor to come back, except for the one that has the meat fucking hanger in it i
0: have to assume that meat weighs more than one person don't you think it looks like it's about a person's worth Hmm.
1: i feel like this is one of those situations where the capacity is exactly what the episode calls for (laughs) yeah (laughs) because we've seen them like ferry a bunch of people back and forth between ships in raptors like all the time yeah
2: well again i think that's it's a weight thing right you don't have to leave orbit Or leave you don't you don't have to achieve escape velocity of a a planet to go back and forth between like Galactica and uh, Colonial One for example. Actually,
1: the the in the miniseries the Raptor was damaged. They were uh, they had lost a shit ton of fuel, so I wonder if that was actually the issue. Like they Uh, could have taken more had the Raptor been in optimal condition.
0: This this is a stupid question. I know that it is. Why aren't there Raptors on
1: Jurassic Park Caprica
0: like? (laughs) <laughs> there are raptors Jurassic Park so don't, so, don't fuck so, with me Caleb I know that much at least
2: so Andrea Jurassic- I know it's been a while it's but been Caprica the Cylons nuked it
0: well yeah but there's still stuff
1: presumably they would have taken out the military yeah. targets that's kind of the first thing yeah you
2: do. like that if I was trying to nuke a planet full of like a species I would go with the military targets first um and also, presumably, now that Caprica is occupied by Cylons, they have probably occupied any military bases and equipment and vehicles. Like, I don't think the Cylons were just like, "Oh, hey, there's like a shitload of, of like Raptors and Vipers and stuff over there." And there's like there's a resistance movement we're fighting. We're just gonna leave all those over there and unprotected and unguarded and just. Get Can I fine. just tell you
1: where my brain went?
0: For I guess a that's moment? why I don't run the military. Yes, my, please. My
1: brain. Took a, a little vacation and was like, I wonder if, do I remember that they found like a military base with a bunch of raptors and stuff like that in the books? There's no books, people. There's, there's no books. I don't know why I
0: thought that. I love that you're so <laughs> deep in sci-fi that every other- It's because, it's beca- I
2: can tell you why. I know how you got there. It, because someone mentioned <laughs> <That's-> Jurassic Park. <laughs> And the Jurassic Park movies are very different than the books. And that's and that's probably subconsciously how you got there. Well,
0: and there's not a whole lot of original sci-fi. Con- like, so much of what we have in film and TV comes from books.
2: Caleb!
1: I'm sure books. that there are, like... The Book of oh, Mormon. Yeah. Wait. Ah! Uh... There's a Battlestar Galactica book called Book of Mormon? Or are
2: you just talking about the Book of Mormon and... The Book of Mormon... Is supposedly based on Battlestar Galactica. (laughs) Based on (laughs) Battlestar Galactica. (laughs) (laughs) No, like, like, uh, like that's like the thing, right? Like Battlestar Galactica is supposedly based on the Book of Mormon. I, I don't. I think
0: um, it draws from, or I, there's three people who don't was, know, <laughs> speculating. But what Boston Gabe told us is that there is a connection. We
1: are we are halfway to the point where we can bring in the uh, the volunteer Mormon uh, to come and talk about that connection. Uh, but it has to be much much yeah. later in the show because,
2: uh, yeah, we pr- probably have to yeah. be like a wrap up episode after the fact. Yes, yeah. spoilers. Um, I was thinking that you were going to
1: say that there was like novelizations
2: so, or something like that. It was like
1: Razor, the book. For the
2: I'm, book I mean, club, I'm sure there are. Book club?
0: That, that'll be, if listeners, if there is, if there are Battlestar Galactica books, um, my promise to you is if you sign up for the Patreon, I'll run a book club. I like that. The two of you don't have to partake if you don't want,
2: but. I was going to say, my promise will be I will stay the hell out of the book club <laughs> and allow y'all just to enjoy it. Sounds great. And not be a giant pain in the ass. And, and Well,
0: you'll still be a giant pain in the ass, just not for the book club. Just not in
1: the book club. So they have yeah. this coordinated jump, a uh, series of jumps. They're going to make it all the way back to Galactica, or to, to Galactica, to Caprica. Calaprica? and Chili's. <laughs> They're going to make it back to Caprica <laughs> in 10 jumps, which would be impossible without the, the Cylon computer, uh, but suddenly is possible with it. And so everybody makes the first jump. And everybody makes it except racetrack.
2: <laughs> the, so the fast, track, good god! The first frack and jump.
1: It, like it's racetrack and skull, uh, which sounds like like Power Rangers, like the the bulk and skull. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's racetrack and skull. Bebop and, Bebop Rocksteady. and Rocksteady, Yeah, uh, they they have a little squabble and like yeah. You know, Ray Shack's like, any chance we can catch up with them? And Skull's like, not a chance. Mission says we head back. And she's like, it was the first jump. It's like, look, you gave me these coordinates. And they go like, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and then they they come out of this cloud <laughs> and uh, almost pull a, uh, uh, a trip to the moon and almost crash directly into a planet. And uh, as they slowly turn towards it, we get to see uh, blue oceans and green and brown uh, landscape and they're like, frack me, this mother fracker's fracking habitable. Frack. (laughs) 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 How don't they...
0: It's just Earth. It's welcome to Earth. I don't understand. Like, I mean, yeah.
1: So, of course, they do make their jump back to Galactica and they they report on what they found and uh, that gets people excited. The idea, like... Shit, like, this, like, at the very least, this is a place to get food and water and, like, just breathe some fresh air for a hot minute after nine months in metal ships in space.
2: I mean, could you imagine not being able to go outside I for just... nine months? <laughs> Caleb said, too soon. Too soon, pal." Uh,
1: <laughs> and uh, there, there's even a small uh, faction of people that are starting to call for uh, for settlement there and uh our uh, intrepid vice president, who's been trailing in the polls and not doing so well and the you know the only advantage that he's had so far has been uh to attack Rosalind based on her uh her being driven by the the scriptures of uh, pythia the, the whole religious angle, and that's not it's getting him some some ground, but not much he uh through the uh the inspiration of the the six in his head uh has the idea to really push on permanent settlement on this planet give give.
2: well not just the six in his head but but tom zarek as well is is like this is your this is your issue this is your single issue voter
0: issue (laughs) i don't think it's a bad idea here's the thing
2: i don't either (laughs) um yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) the we still have two seasons to go so certainly this can't be the answer to all our problems um but uh, but here's the thing. If some people want to settle... The, the Okay, the best way for humanity to survive mm-hmm. at this point is now to spread out and not have everyone in one, like, well, targetable area. So they should have some people settle on this planet, and they should have other people go somewhere else. I think like,
0: my argument would be that we don't have enough, like, military and stuff. That we need to support two separate, whatever's settlements. Um no, we ways? don't.
2: We we did fine with just Galactica till till Pegasus showed up. Leave fucking Pegasus.
0: Maybe I don't know, but I do think since it's Planet Earth and I know how big Planet Earth is, fifty thousand people could spread out just fine. Um,
2: but it's but it's one planet, and we already know the Cylons are capable of nuking an entire planet and just fucking it up. Yeah, I mean, so, so are
0: we. We haven't left yet, <laughs> right?
2: Yeah, but but we also don't have spaceships like they do in Metal Star. As, far as you know, if, if we did, we'd be fucking out of here. That's true. Um, Elon's taking us, would, us anyway. to Mars. <laughs> Caleb, I really need you to use his full name. Daddy Elon. No. I need you to show him the respect he deserves and use his full name,
0: sir. And Daddy? we all
2: know that is elongated muskrat. <laughs> no idea where you were going with that.
0: Nope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had to finally stop the music. It was getting too intense. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: didn't realize I you still you had, it had it going. It going. <laughs> I thought you stopped it when we got to the point in the show where it stopped. Uh, okay, anyway, uh, we could debate on what they should or shouldn't do all day here, but uh, why don't we just talk about what they what they do do?
1: They <laughs> debate about uh, doing it and... Uh, <laughs> Okay, that's fair <laughs> turns out there's uh there's a lot of people who are in favor of this, and it starts to uh tip the scales in Gaius's favor so you know everything's definitely gonna work out really well when Gaius gets his way <laughs> nothing nothing could possibly go wrong.
0: he's really good at making good decisions
1: the uh like the, there's a couple of the genuine concerns that are raised about uh, permanent settlement here one that like yes, it is technically habitable. <laughs> But it is a very small portion of the planet that is livable, and even that is going to be pretty measurable.
0: This is why it has to be Earth. This joke isn't funny if it's not actually Earth. You know what I mean?
1: (laughs) I mean, okay. I (laughs) was like, who says it's a joke? (laughs) Um. yeah so like this this is shore leave this is like stretch your legs take a take a sip from the river and like get really horrible bacteria and then Mm -hmm. uh move on with your life um this this isn't permanent settlement and also like yes it like they stumbled across it because it was hidden in this nebula and they think that that might uh provide them some protection from the silence but there's always the like the argument of like how do we know this islands don't already know about this? Uh, I think it's Rosalind even says, you know, how do we know that they don't, you know, make routine stops here to check and see if we're here? Uh, Isn't that true we,
0: about any planet that looks like it could support human life?
1: Yeah. That's a, a I mean, genuine concern.
2: That Yeah, that's, that's a good point. But yeah, but like Rosalind said, like this could just be like their Wawa where they fucking fill up on tilium and get a, uh, get a hoagie. And,
0: Wawa, uh, folks, is a convenience store that is better than Sheets and Seven Eleven. And, and some, whoa, somebody's going to add whoa. us about
2: that. Whoa! I'm right. I'm right. Uh-uh.
0: I'm correct.
2: Her- Sheets is far superior.
0: Ha, th- to this Wawa. is weak. We, we, we are not. We cannot litigate this, this right now. But I'm. I've never been more. I'm. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm speechless. I'm so over. Are, no. Are you not mad? You're just disappointed, I'm, but yes, also mad. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, listen, listeners, if you have experienced both a sheets and a Wawa, tweet at us and tell us that sheets is definitely they better. They call it know- sheets because
1: their food's I, I'm, gross. I'm going to, to provide the definitive answer here. Is that if any part of your identity is based around preference for a gas station,
2: you need to rethink your priorities. It's not a gas station.
0: Wawa is not yeah, just Caleb. It, gas whoa. station.
2: It is not a I gas station. I have spoken. Oh. Oh. We move uh. on. This is, hmm, hmm, this, this is this is hmm. this is what's going to break up the podcast. All
1: but one of the Raptors makes it to, uh, to Caprica. One of, it to Gap- one of them makes it to One of them makes it to Galactica. One of them makes it to Caprica. The rest makes it to Galactica. <laughs> words are hard, you know, uh, and uh, they, they they jump into right into the atmosphere. Uh, and when I say all, but one of the Raptors makes it to Caprica, you know, we, we know racetrack, they, they find the planet and they go back to Galactica. Uh, but, uh, another one of the Raptors makes it to, uh, Caprica, but they make it inside of a mountain. <laughs> so that's, that's two down and the rescue mission. Hasn't even started yet.
0: It is, yeah. um, very, the way that like, we don't see it happen on screen the way it is, like, they're just kind of there and then not. Like, it's such an odd, unsettling. Yeah. I'm not even sure how to, like, but it's, we've never had anything like this happen on yeah. the show before. Because
1: well, they're, like, everybody made it, everyone's accounted for. Like, oh, where's, where's this other, the raptor? They're, like, oh, they're, like, 50 clips away. Like, that would mean that they're, oh, they're in the mountain.
2: <laughs> Please tell me you all have slack open right now. And not,
1: like, the dwarves.
2: Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, for, for, for those of you who are listening uh our our beloved uh illustrator ethan uh who is responsible for the for drawing the the oops all meat poster uh just asked if we have an oops all meat tier in our patreon so now we legally have <laughs> Wait, to yes <laughs>
1: um for a second, I thought you were having a just a wildly inappropriate reaction to the, the raptor <laughs> group being in the mountains.
2: <laughs> and, and if you're wondering what an oops, all meat tier is, uh, Andrea will personally curate a meat box for any patron who donates more than $45 a month via Patreon. Uh, I have said it now on a podcast, that's legal. I'll do it. Someone, someone. That's a threat. And a
0: promise. I will do fucking it. Fucking
2: call the bluff and do it. I dare you. I
0: will curate you such a meatbox.
2: These <laughs> These live podcast updates of our Slack feed are, have <laughs> got to be riveting for our listeners.
1: So all of the raptors that make it to Caprica and aren't stuck inside the planet, uh, they they touch down and they uh, they go off in search of the human resistance base camp. Uh, and they come across some. Oh my God! There's dancing hamburgers. I need to, <laughs> I need
2: to close Slack. This
1: is not going to work. They come across uh, some some uh, some movement, some some folks, and so like everybody stops, kind of facing across a uh, a clearing in some trees. And all of a sudden, uh, Hilo yells, "You got Samuel T. Anders over there." <laughs> And someone yells. And back. Somebody yells back. The Cylon, <laughs> the, c- the pyramid player. <laughs> <laughs> someone is like, "You got care of <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, we got friendlies," uh, and then they immediately come under mortar fire from silence. Like and, that's uh, what you
0: get for hollering, y'all,
1: while they're in imminent danger of being. Uh, of the, you know, the last of humanity that was part of the resistance and the entire uh, search and rescue group being uh, mortar-shelled uh, into the, the mountain to join their friends, we get a great moment of uh, Kara and Sam giving each other shit. The whole, I like, kind of took you long enough. <laughs> it's very sweet. It is. It's very sweet. I'm, I'm speaking as though it's not, but it is.
2: And then we get credits. And then we get credits. This that's an episode. And the <laughs> listeners, the noise Andrea made. <laughs> it was beautiful. When when those credits popped up right after that attack, I there are no words to describe it. I don't remember, but I
0: believe you.
2: It was you, you reacted very much. <laughs> In a big way. <laughs> big that week. doesn't sound like me. So you you had a very strong reaction uh, to that, uh, I'm that cliffhanger.
0: Nervous.
2: I don't
1: I don't want to keep you from watching the next episode any longer than we have to. But I want to know what your what your thoughts are. Like what you think is going to happen in the next episode.
2: Can I go first? Are you Andrea? No. Then no. But it'll be funnier if I go first. <laughs> <sighs> Andrea, can they go first?
0: They can go first, I guess, but it better be funny.
2: Okay. <laughs> so, what we get in the the season finale second part is we actually don't resolve any of the things that happened in this episode. Don't
0: fuck with me, I'm, no, I changed my mind. You can't go first. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's actually it's it's all it's more flashbacks to Lee and that relationship that he had that he's super bummed <laughs> out about. <laughs> it's just. It's just a whole episode exploring that backstory. It's
0: floating in another fucking pond, and we this one's on and We don't
2: get any resolution to uh, what's happening uh, on Caprica until season three. It's
1: this is uh, where we get uh, the the flashbacks of, of Billy, and uh, <gasps> and then yeah, we get
2: Billy backstory.
1: We have an in- entire episode that's. Uh, Ty and Gaia sitting across the table from one another smoking and drinking well, whiskey, hold on, just, just staring at not each great. other. That Very, like, French film noir.
0: That one I would watch. <laughs> I'd be all right with that. that I could they don't say for a word sure. to each other, no. though. That's all right. Everything is in their eyes. It's fine.
1: <laughs> I would absolutely watch this shit out of Oh,
0: hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> we have reached the point in a four-season series, in a four-series series for all our British listeners. Oh. Um program, where I think at this point, all bets are off and anybody could
1: die.
2: But also, also, anybody could come back as a Cylon. But
0: also, anybody could come back as a Cylon. What if everyone's a Cylon? That's true. What if
1: that's the only reason that these humans have survived, because all 50,000 of them are Cylons?
0: (laughs) Everybody's a suspect. It's the Millennium. That's from the movie Scream. I have been holding on to the fact that Starbuck is too important to this show to kill her in all of the dangerous positions they've gotten her in. Now that we are moving into our third season, we are in the back half of the show. I don't think that's the case anymore. And and
2: they could they could kill her off and, and she could bring come her back right in back in season four as a Cylon oh, exactly. So.
0: And it wouldn't I'm be that long of a of a wait or break.
2: I'm glad that
1: you say that because the opening scene of the next episode is her getting <laughs> direct hit from a mortar fire.
0: Stop. <laughs> Just
1: Just carabits everywhere.
0: Just terabits. How many is that? Oops. All (laughs) (laughs) thrace.
2: And that's our show for this week, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Caleb, do the thing.
1: We're going to spool up our FTL drives to make our 10 consecutive jumps, uh, to Caprica. And, uh, hopefully you all can keep up and don't get lost on a, a rogue planet or in the middle of a mountain on the way. And, uh, we're going to rescue those humans. So say we all. So say we all. S- I don't say it. S- say, it. S- say it. say we all. So say
0: we all. <laughs> I'm sorry. So say we all.
1: Begin jump prep. We're leaving. But we'll be back.
2: Start your prep. Set Condition One is a Night Shift Radio production. Visit nightshiftradio.com for more information. You You are legally obligated to say it every week. It's in your contract.
0: I was nervous about it this week. I don't know why.